I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fangs, claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they could be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. We are back. So I, 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 I got to do some dad shit. So my, mm-hmm. my daughter's birthday party is coming up um, yeah. next weekend. And uh, it's going to be outdoors at theaters and stuff like that. And um, so my neighbor across the street in a couple houses down, you know, stops by the other day and says, hey, we've got the swing set in the back if you want it because they don't, they don't need it anymore. So I took it apart and, and with my dad and carried it over to my backyard, put it back together, and I, I'm, I'm refinishing it now. But the, the, the cool thing is that um, they babysat me, like, you know, a few decades ago. So uh-huh. my daughter back is going to get to... Times. Back in the before times. So my uh-huh. daughter's going to get to play on the same swing set I played on when I was a kid. God damn That it. shit was That's fucking some... heavy. It's all four by fours. For really? Yeah, yeah. Sturdy as shit. I just got to... Uh, I'm sanding and restaining it gotcha. today. After gotcha, gotcha. Uh, after we talk about uh, this stuff. Put that polyurethane finish on it? No, I'm not going to do poly. I'm just no? doing pigmented stain. Yeah. You're not going to you're not going to put put a uh, uh, splinter resistant stuff on cuz like if you use that that swing set like Oh yeah, that's why after this I I I uh I I'm going to hit the whole thing with my orbital sander. Okay. I I hit all the hardware with some uh, you know, de-ruster, cleaned it, brushed it off, put it back I, together. I have a question. You yeah. have a kid. Are yeah. splinters as frequent a thing as they were back in the day for children now? Because I remember getting a splinter like once a week. To my knowledge, she's never had a splinter. And she comes home with her shoes filled with wood chips from the playground. Really? Yeah. That's wild to me. And there's a lot of wood. They have a big pirate ship. Although she doesn't, she's not big enough to play in the pirate ship yet. But there's there's wood and fences and stuff. She, is, she has opportunities for splinters. But I don't know that she's gotten one yet. Gotcha. Although, um... At work, a lot of people get um, metal splinters, and those fucking suck. Oh yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I I I have a bad habit of getting things like that because I don't do proper safety protocols. There's I uh, well, you know what? I know people. There are some people that work that might hear this, so I'm not gonna say how long I haven't done certain safety things. <laughs> yeah, let's not. But um, you know. Let's just say, you know, sometimes if you're just going on the floor real quick, maybe, you know, safety glasses, sometimes you forget them for a decade. <laughs> God damn it, Brad. Um, so, uh, I was going to talk about Kinderland, but I, I yeah. just saw a article about the Catskill Game Farm, right? What about... So one, it's closed. Apparently, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, for like years, I think. Yeah, I didn't know that. But, yeah, which um, was sad. I liked it. So, um, this is like, I'm gonna send you a picture. Okay. This is just like an image of the Catskill Game Farm, and Let's there's just see. like a den 
that's filled with bears. Oh, uh, I don't. I do not remember the bear pit. It wasn't there when we were kids, but yeah, a very easy. Like the fence is only waist high for the people looking down into the bear pit, so it's very easy easy for a child to uh, dive into this pit filled with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and that's um, about a third of the picture. So I'll say close to thirty bears. At least it's it's. I put it in the show notes because it's 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 it's, it's a lot of bears. Oh yeah, like and I I apologize ahead of time for the cough. By the way, this is a. Uh, allergies thing I, I i do believe because all the leaves are dying and their corpses i mean hailing their corpses and it's agitating my lungs so i have a I, nice glass of tea next to me i just why so many bears that's like, a lot of bears is that why they're bears in the hudson valley now like the kinds of bears in the hudson valley that are in the hudson that's valley enough like... bears to like create a breeding population on its own Oh wow, it's weird. Like it's been abandoned, so it's like all being reclaimed by the forest, which is wild. Anywho, okay. Catskill game. For, oh, two thousand six is when it pictures. closed. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Huh? I feel yeah, like I should have known that. It was a dope place. I I loved that fucking place. I wish they would. Um, I wouldn't be upset if they reopened because they were, to my knowledge, I mean, I was a child at the time. They seemed like an ethical. Other than the bear pit, maybe? Uh, it probably weren't as ethical as you think, is all I'm going to say. Probably most not. things, Most things that you think are ethical are like, oh, God, this is this is not great. Yeah. I still loved it as a kid. Good, fun, fond memories. Fond, fond memories. Um, anyway. Oh, also, I'm going to try to not laugh or yell to avoid coughing. Okay. So this is a... <clears throat> Dear Lord, gonna be an interesting episode. Or if I talk... No, that talking like that doesn't make it better. Um, but anywho, welcome to Cryptopedia, an exploration of the myths and legends that haunt the human mind, where each week we'll take you on a journey exploring the mysteries of the world, tackling the tales of monsters, folklore, the paranormal, and that thing that definitely lives under your bed. I'm Brandon. I'm John, and I just muted the tab. <laughs> oh, so you didn't hear the whole intro? Yeah, I was like, That's wait, fine. why is Brandon not talking That's anymore? Fine. Oh, talk did I talk about what my wife wanted for my daughter's birthday party on on air? No, I haven't I don't have any clue what you're talking about. She cuz we're pitching ideas. We're going to it's, uh -huh. it's mostly like for the kids. Her, my daughter was born on the Day of the Dead. We're throwing her party the Saturday before um Halloween so all the little cousins can wear their costumes and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <clears throat> she's she said hey we should think about what to do for the kids um I'm like we'll just order pizza and you know I've got some games that'll entertain themselves their children in costumes my sister will do face paint they'll love it mm -hmm. she straight face by she said this very straight face she she really meant it your wife your wife yeah Erica said so I was thinking uh, we should we could get a pony for them to ride on, and we should get a bounce castle. Is this going to be at your parents' house or your at house? my house? She wanted okay. to get a pony and a bounce castle. So these are toddlers, uh -huh. and like ten year olds is like the range of the cousins. Yeah. So one pony is going to terrify them, except for the ten year olds who are going to be like, I don't care. My Oculus is inside your living room. I know that the, they're going to just be playing PlayStation in my living room. They'll be fine. I can I can play with the I can play with a pony in uh in Roblox. I don't yeah, need this exactly. They're they they love the Roblox, 
and then the other issue is, yeah, there's going to be like a couple toddlers in the bounce castle and then Mikey or Mason, they're just going to jump and just rocket these toddlers out of the fucking bounce house. So I was like, no, we can't. Also, we don't have that kind of budget. I'm like, we've got pizza and my sister does face paint budget, not hire a pony. Um, yeah, so we're uh, doing and I'm then what up was how much about castle rental is in Kingston. Um, so I could get a couple of them for free because the IT guy at work, he owns two bounce houses just because. Okay. Does he own it for like financial reasons or just because he really fucking likes bounce houses? When his son, who now also purchased his own bounce castle, was growing up, he would, um rent them frequently just because the kids liked them so eventually he was just like it's cheaper just to own than rent for the frequency of which because his kids like it and also he can afford a bounce um castle he he uh he made some decisions when, when he lived in california that if you ask him he was he'd be, he he feels like he was an idiot but um he basically like made a decision where like he could have retired like 34 years ago if you wanted and have been extremely well off after um i don't want to throw huh. out too, spe- i can tell you specific numbers later but you know I, people will know who i'm talking about so i don't want to you know get that specific into his financials but the kind of thing where he's like man if i had just waited i would have made like x more than i did now and it's like bro you could have retired you don't even have to be doing this like you could have just been retired for fucking ever Okay, so I, I was curious while you were saying that. Yeah. Um, you can get a modular uh, bounce house, um, which is weird, whatever, uh, for $125 a day. You can get one that's shaped like a carousel for $135 a day. Uh, oh, there's this one that looks like a, a crocodile, and that one's 140 What? <coughs> What the yeah, fuck? Oh, and here's oh it's the a water thing. park. So we're talking about um, food, and it's like kids like pizza. There'll be pizza and cake. We're, we're done. Golden salt. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, I was thinking my, I could have my mom make trays of stuff for them, and that might be cheaper than getting pizza. And she, all straight-faced for a child's birthday party, wanted trays of spaghetti and salad. What, what? the fuck? Pizza's going to definitely... Her. I feel like pizza's definitely going to be cheaper, though. I love her so much, but like, ponies Sorry, and salad. I'm, 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 I'm on pizza. I'm on team pizza. Yeah, I'm on team pizza too. Also, like, I'm going hard for pizza because I want to order too much because I want to have days worth of chicken bacon ranch leftovers. Um, chicken anyway. bacon ranch for a uh, for the age range that you're talking about seems a little bit weird. That's that, gonna be that's for me. That's, that's for me. Okay. There's cheese, pepperoni, and some chicken bacon ranch. For uh, for me, and also that pizza's not gonna find its way to the pizza table. That's a uh, that's Daddy's secret pizza. So so your your order, Brandon. What you're describing is just like I feel like would technically be considered disordered eating in some way. How, oh, be, um, it runs in the family. Yeah. Um, um, for example, for Thanksgiving, my dad because he me and my sister steal leftovers. Yeah. He makes decoy leftovers, and he has a whole separate. He 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 cooks secret Thanksgiving dinner just for himself at the same time, because they what? my parents have multiple kitchens in their house. They uh, each yeah. floor has a kitchen. I do um, recall. 
Yeah. So he he makes the shit that he likes twice as much. He doubles everything. So he makes an amount for like everyone to share, and then he makes another batch that never sees the light of day. <laughs> Bless you. And my mom blew up his spot last year because oh. we were like had didn't have like a whole lot of leftovers. And my mom was yeah. like, "Just go give him, go give him the the other ones you made." And we we're like, "What?" And like we found, learned he made like a whole nother secret Thanksgiving dinner for himself. That's fucking hilarious. It's great. That's amazing. Oh, Ugh. um, before we like actually, so we even though we already read the thing, before we get into the topic, uh, yeah. make sure you refill all your prescriptions, folks, because apparently Walgreens is talking about striking on uh-huh. the first uh, of November. Okay. Um, and then CVS is, might be doing it too. So like most places that you can get, like most people are probably getting it from there. So yeah. like, uh, keep an eye out. Keep it out. Call your um your physician because they they can just mail it straight to you. You don't have to go in person. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, you know, I, I, I support all strikes. So you know, it'll be a, a you know, make things take a little bit longer to get to you. But you know, it's good for the workers and what have you. I get my shit from Hannaford from the grocery store because it saves me trips, and I'm lazy. Yeah, I get mine from Hannaford too. Yeah. I can get my bacon and my pills. Look, look I can't hold on. Look at all my pills. I'm pill rich. <laughs> I have hundreds of pills in my hand. I mean, you say that, but that's like not the the largest flex. No, it's because I'm old and my body's falling apart and I'm balding. That's fair. And I have high blood pressure and I have a torn and I've got a torn hip and I've got a uh, yeah. I'm an old Brandon, man. if you were a, if you were a horse, we'd be putting you out to. Uh, I would. To so, yeah, I would have to find other ways to entertain you as a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, where we'll you know we'll, Mister Hands. Anyway, no, we're not. No, god damn it. So we'll. <coughs> apologies for the cough. Um, there's. I need a cough button, and I looked into it, but they all make a. Um, I need to get a, a, a different. Uh, uh, like another piece of hardware to do that that wouldn't introduce a popping sound because it can't be a contact um thing anyway um what we're talking about today which i learned and i I picked out just for you this is another like interesting artifact type of episode Uh um we're gonna be covering the akambaro figures um and these figures are actually a collection of small clay figures that were found in July 1944 in Acambaro, Mexico, by Walter Yulesrid, a German merchant, in the 40s in the Global South. So, um, hmm. Hmm. so there's a red flag. I didn't hear anything yeah. else about him outside of, like, he um. sells, like, tools. Um but that's a connection I literally made this morning when I popped this open. Yeah, to, I just I just it. want to point like for those who don't see the connection, something was happening in 1944. Yeah, in there's Germany. A, yeah, in Germany, and and there's um a lot of people from Portugal with blue eyes, uh, which is strange. Um, it, it's really it's really weird how many uh how many German last names are in uh the global south and uh. In, like, you know, Argentina and the like. Yeah, yeah. So he was walking around the bottom of Mount Guadalajara, um, also known as El Toro, when he found a small clay figure. 
Yolzrud has several other clay trinkets. However, this one piqued his interest because it was different from any others he'd seen. Okay, so here's the thing. If uh-huh. I see clay figures that are different from anything else that I've seen, I'd be like, hmm. So who made these recently? Yeah. I I don't usually jump. I've, I'm just saying, I don't usually jump to, and I, I see where this is yeah. going because I saw the pictures. I see the pictures of the, the figures here. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see. Where I don't this usually is going. jump to like pre-Columbian. Okay. Yeah. Just so wanna... I, I picked this episode specifically for you because you can tell where it's going, but also there's like a B. A, a, it's it's. I like it when there's an A and B storyline. I'm not gonna. Things. I'm not gonna lie. The yeah. figures, like realistically speaking, if something happened where my house was like became an archaeological site in the future. And somebody was digging up my house, and they got to the part of my house where I have those little things that are over my TV that yeah. has my Mezco uh, five-point uh, Godzilla collection in it. Yeah. They probably would not look dissimilar to what these look like. Because, like, I totally that? see, like, a Baragon in there. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of these fucking things, too. Which is interesting for... Uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to well, it. Well, it's clay. Right. It's clay, yes. So, like, <laughs> it's brittle. Is all I'm gonna say. The yeah. odds of the odds of having a very large collection of a thing still existing yeah. you're, is you're, already like you're connecting suspect. a lot of dots. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, like, I mean, it, Brandon, I don't, I don't think I need to connect a lot of dots for this one. It's like pretty much. It's like all right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's it, fun. It's, it's not hiding. Yeah, and the uh, the figures attracted very little attention from scholars and scientists at the time. The same amount of attention you're giving them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and tabloids uh, and popular media sources had been covering the story, however, and the figures were steadily becoming somewhat famous. It wasn't long before an astute professional took notice. Archaeologist Charles C. DePesso... Um, and he was working for the American, American Foundation of Anthropological Organization dedicated to preserving Native American culture. Mm-hmm. De Peso, uh, a product of local modern-day farmers. Sorry, El Paso uh, examines so the, the figures. I skipped a line. And determines the American... that they were, they were not authentic and they were a, pro- a product of local modern-day farmers. He okay. published his results in the Journal of American Antiquity um, and the accuracy of investigation is often scrutinized by supporters of the figurines. So this guy looks at him. He goes, "Their locals just made these." He, he came to the same conclusion that, that you came to, basically. I mean, just... I came to the same. Con- I I like. I'm just looking at these, and these look like fairly new figures in this picture, right? Like, yeah. Like it. It doesn't. Looking at this, I don't see any any of the hallmarks of what you typically see with clay figures, which is usually like. There's pitting, you know, because of the yeah. time and the wear and stuff like that. There's usually broken parts on at least some of the figures. Yeah. Like, the fact of the matter is most of these figures look completely intact, which is and they're also irregular. Complex and that they have many small... If you look at this image below, there's a, a yeah. dude riding a thing mm-hmm. with, like... There's lots of easy-to-snap-off pieces. Exactly. Lots there's, of, like, there's... spikes. The spike, like, that's the thing, right? It's it's begging, like, 
I'm looking at this one. There's like a ridge on this, and it's like a um, uh, like a like a iguana's frill almost. Yeah. Um, and like I, well, I don't the one think in the I middle would... has a little dude with arms and legs and like a feather in his cap, mm-hmm. riding a triceratops with all the horns intact. And there's like, like I'm a gonna be real with a fucking yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know if that would survive driving from my parents' house to my house. Fair. <laughs> like that's a 45 minute drive that's not yeah. that long right yeah, i don't know if that would survive fair. that <laughs> um so yours wood was quick to gain supporters um supporters for the authenticity of the figures charles hapgood a pioneer of the pole shift theory became one of his most high profile and devout supporters is that the is that the theory about like the poles inverting that it's um so as a the cataclysmic pole shift hypothesis is a pseudoscientific claim that there have been recent geologically rapid shifts in the axis of Earth's rotation, causing calamities such as floods and tectonic events, um, or uh, relatively rapid climate changes. And there is evidence of uh, precession and changes in axial tilt, mm-hmm. uh, but this is on a much longer time scale does not involve relative motion of um, or spin of the Earth's axis with respect to the planet. However, yeah. in what is known as true polar wander, the Earth rotates with respect to a fixed spin axis, which shows during the last 200 million years or so, a total true polar wander of about 30 degrees has occurred. Mm-hmm. But there's been no rapid... So he's talking about like a rapid shift, not yeah, like, like a, a wandering the world pole. flips. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and like all like, and then just a calamity happens, like say a great flood, maybe. Um, okay, okay, because so for a while I thought that that was a thing, but I guess it's not. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, now that I think of like now that I'm thinking about it for like a second, that sounds really stupid. Why would that ever happen? Yeah, like like I can understand a a shift over time like that totally makes sense a shift right? over a long period of time because yeah. that's th- just what things do yeah I mean it's 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 all entropy right yeah and there are like there are small shifts um mm-hmm. uh like as you know ice melts the earth's not round don't it's not fucking flat it's an oblate spheroid. So it's got a little, um, it's like me, it's got a little uh, 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 around the belly of it. That's going to put more mass out there. And then just as Earth rotates around the sun and the moon aligns with the sun, it, their gravity adds that causes tides and they'll just cause a higher tide. That's just how yeah. that's going to work. Um, yeah. Because <clears throat> that's just, that's, that's, yeah. It's, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm prepping myself for what's about to come because, uh, I am not looking forward to, well, it's not the, the depth wasn't, there wasn't as much in it to piss you off as I was hoping. No, I was hoping I'd get like two pages of make John. So that's why there's a clickable link because I just gave you something to peruse and like get annoyed at as I spoke basically because I was like, there's not enough in here. Oh, goddamn, Um, Brandon. Other people have come to the defense of the figures. Earl Stanley Gardner, a prolific fiction writer and creator of the character Perry Mason, came to Yorud's defense, claiming that the figures could not possibly have been produced by a single person or a group of people. This was Wait, what? He was saying that, that there were so many figures that it couldn't possibly have been a hoax. 
And I'll, I'll break down the numbers. Brandon, like... What? I... I... <laughs> Have they ever... I guess this was before people played Warhammer, right? Um, yeah, fair. But, like... I can I can on face disavow that claim just from, like, somebody building an army of Tyranids. Yeah. Right? Like... <clears throat> so, I, I break down the figure quantity in, in, over the period of time, and, and it's, it's, it's doable. We'll get to that when we get to that. Um... Because that gets into the why of the figures, which is going to come a bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so this was in defense against accusations that the figures were a hoax played on Yulzrud. The figures continue to draw attention, and they have been cited in some pseudo scientific books, such as Atlantis Rising by David oh, Lewis. Okay. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that has not. I. I'm sure the words "root race" don't appear constantly oh, God. in that book. Oh God. Um, Don Patton, a young Earth creationist, has emerged as their staunchest supporter. He has proposed some new lines of evidence, including the figure's resemblance to the dinosaurs depicted in Robert Backer's book, Dinosaur Heresies. Okay. Um, Okay. How is that evidence, exactly? I don't know. Um, Um, because, like, uh, I found a PDF of it. Yeah. And also, Uh, it's, it's not evidence because our understanding of what dinosaurs appeared... Oh, it's totally different. It transforms we, over time. You know, how many we, times we, have we talked about this on the podcast? Yeah, like the, we don't. You'll see in a lot of hoaxes that dinosaurs will look like the way the 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 understanding of them at the time would have looked, and it would be it, which is I mean, evidence that it's not real. Versus if it didn't look like any dinosaur they recognized, but then that then came <laughs> to align with our our modern understanding. That, that would, would be much more believable. That would be yeah, significantly more believable. Um, um, I, I do want to take a moment. Okay, so I'm looking at this book. Yeah. Right? I, I borrowed it on archive.org. Um, it looks like it's pretty much just, like, standard, like, like, old school dinosaur shit. Yeah. Right? Like, like, scaly skin, you know, uh, uh, weird, uh, additions to their, their, like, you know, cartilage structures and stuff like that, that people are making guesses on. I mean, it's like, I think that this is like a legitimate attempt. Maybe wait, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that yet because I don't know. Um, I have to to be honest. I didn't, I didn't actually look at that book. I mean, they, all right. You know what? I'm not going to say whether or not I think that this is good or not, but like, they kind of seem like, so here's it looks this is, like an honest attempt. This is the problem with pseudoscience. So if this is pseudoscientific, which is entirely yeah. possible, right? Um Oh no, they they have 65 million years ago. Okay. So so they're at least like acknowledging that this is like 286 million years ago that uh Demetrodon existed. So like yeah. I don't know how how good this particular thing is, but like um, it, it seems as though he's using a current modern understanding of, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Evidence-backed hypothesis about how, one second. Oh, John's uh, doing the research. Dinosaurs would have lived, moved, and behaved in countless beautiful and sometimes satirical illustrations by the author. Okay, so it I looks like... So this is on obscure di- uh, dinosaur facts, and they're kind of like, yeah. 
you know, this isn't terrible, right? Yeah. Uh, Could be worse. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's still like, uh, you know, oh, there are, there are some things that he was wrong about and they call it out, but like, you know, it's a science book from 1986. Yeah. So like, um, I want to point out that like things, so one of the, the beautiful things about the scientific method is things change. Yeah. Um, and you can change your perceptions of like, what is like our explanation we just are giving best guesses of it effectively which mm-hmm. is like i think i think people are afraid of saying the phrase best guess yeah because like they're afraid that that like means that things aren't accurate or whatever but like realistically speaking best guesses is the best we can do for most parts of our life right yeah <laughs> uh, i mean <laughs> like like that's just that's just life at this yeah. point so like Anywho. Yeah. <clears throat> so thermolumina thermoluminescent thermo thermo oh thermoluminescence. I don't know why I struggled with that. That's yeah, an I, easy word. I think it's because you have the I think it's because you have the little pointer there. Oh my little blinky blink. It might be breaking yeah. up your your pro, your your, po, your concept of reading. Yeah. Thermoluminescent stating was used uh on some of the figurines between nineteen sixty nine and nineteen seventy two. And the analysis produced a date of about 4,500 years BP before present, um, so, placing their age, uh, the age of the artifacts around 2,500 BC, and believers proclaimed this information as evidence for their authenticity. Um, now, here is what made me want to write this episode, is I could see okay. where this was going from the start, which I'm sure you could. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a dude riding a fucking... There's a dude riding a fucking triceratops, Brandon. Oh yeah, like like I could tell you where this is. This story is going, you know, forever ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the YEC arguments for it, uh, obviously that many of the figures show humans and dinosaurs together, even riding dinosaurs, is something the YEC community um, would gravitate gravitate towards. Uh, Young Earth creationists, by the way, yeah, is I want YEC. I want to take a. I feel like at this point. Yeah, YEC is like such a recurring term on this podcast. Well, in case this is someone's first and they just hear us throwing out abbreviations. This is a weird podcast to be your first. I'm sorry. Um uh so I I have one thing to say about sure. like the the YEC description of like humans riding dinosaurs. That'd be fucking cool and I wish that happened. Right, yeah. I'm not trying to shit on it because like Dino Riders is fucking amazing, right? I, I don't yeah. know if you remember Dino Riders, the '80s TV show that had a line of they dinosaur were toys. Right, red. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> to the point that the so <laughs> the dinosaur toys from that um were like so accurate to the current like the modern understanding of dinosaurs when they came out that they would sell them in fucking museums after oh, the God. fact just without the without the accessories. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah, I fucking love it. Um man, Dino Riders is such a a thing of the 80s. It's so beautiful. It's so great. Um did you know that they did a a spin-off series uh set in the Ice Age? No. Yeah, so there's like woolly mammoths. That's cool. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, 
Those are red. I had dragon riders, but that's a very different. That's a thing. very, very different thing. They that's, had the toy that's... that would cause, um, I think was discontinued very quickly. Well, because it could pop people's eyes out. Yeah. Detach retinas, I think, was the exact thing. Yeah. That yeah, happened. yeah. It detached your retina, but boy, was it fun. Yeah, no, they were fucking they were fucking dope. I never personally had one, unfortunately. I had a couple. Um, my sister had uh I think my sister had Sky Sky Dancers, right? Yeah, they're like the exact same toy. They just made well, like yeah, boy version. One of them was version. made for boys and one yeah. of them was made for girls because this is back in the nineteen nineties when everything had to be, you know Well actually I, I suppose it's still that case, so never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean I eh. talked myself out of it. Uh, Legoland when we went there wasn't very um Well Lego Lego has never like been that. as True. So they had the friends sub the, the friends like subline the friends imprint yeah. but like Lego's been generally a little bit better about uh at least recently they've been better about um like gender Yeah it uh, seems just neutrality. more like hey here's some cool stuff Yeah yeah um, and I'll quote from the, the uh, YEC community. It says, These fantastic dinosaur figurines threatened the orthodox concepts of time and scales in many fields of studies. Dr. Ivan T. Sanderson was amazed in 1955 to find Wait that there was second. an accurate representation of uh, its dinosaur Brachiosaurus, almost totally unknown at the time to the general public. Sanderson wrote about this particular dinosaur in the Yoles Road collection, this figurine is a very fine jet black polished look, uh, polished looking ware. It is about a foot tall. Uh, the point <laughs> is an absolutely perfect representation of the Brachiosaurus, known from uh, East Africa and North America. There are only a number of outlines of skeletons, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> in standard literature, but only one fleshed out reconstruction that I've ever seen. This is exactly like it. And I'll so, touch on the dinosaur representations in a bit. So what'd you find? Oh, so I want to take a moment. I, I recognized Ivan T. Sanderson's uh, yeah. name, and I wanted to make sure that I remembered it. That's the dude from the giant penguin hoax. Oh, is that the penguin hoax guy? Yeah, it's the penguin hoax guy. He, Him being amazed by something is like such a low... Uh, low bar? Low bar, right? Yeah. He's like yeah. My, my daughter when she sees the automatic garage door open. Yeah. Just I mean to be fair, that's still impressive. Like, yeah. you know how much fucking pressure is in that spring to lift that thing up? A lot. A lot. lot. They can kill you. Yeah. Be very careful. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Ivan T. Sanderson. I think we talked about him in the Macaulay Membe and at least one of the Sasquatch episodes. He comes um, up as a fun guy sometimes. Yeah, he's he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, he, he's. He, he's he's like not he's not so much an asshole as like he just believes too much yeah right like he lets his he lets it it would be like if i let my desire for you know humans riding dinosaurs override my desire for like you know an accurate depiction of like yeah the, the the history of the world right yeah yeah he oh he, no uh, he he's in the I want to believe but a little too much camp. Let let's not say this first word, Brandon. Oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh they point out uh how to people uh were sculpted and claimed they were from all over the world. They showed various races of people. Um 
including Asians, Africans, bearded Caucasians, Mongols, uh, Polynesians. <coughs> okay. So they're claiming the, the, the diversity, I guess, of the uh, collection to prove that it it had to be existing from all over. Um, oh, okay. So there's Caucasians people are from the Caucasus Mountains. Well, yeah, no, yeah. but like a Caucasian. No, I know, but because Caucasians is basically just white people. But like, yeah, okay, that's what that. Okay, so, so what you're telling me is a bunch of a bunch of ethnic groups that might not have necessarily existed at the time that these were sculpted are there. So therefore, this is true. That's what they're saying. It, it not to get too nitpicky off the bat. <clears throat> Excuse me, but why would these varied depictions of peoples um, be found all over, found all in the same place? Um, why, like, why would they find that given the dates that were given? They yeah. would not have contact like with any of these people. Yeah, that's it's kind of weird that that would be. It's, it's like, like the opposite. Oh, <laughs> there was like a World's Fair in like yeah. twenty five hundred BC where like every race came together, but like we forgot about it. So like you know. Whatever. Although I guess now that I say that, Brandon, that that would totally be them. Like, but the Tower of Tower of Babel. Blah, 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 blah. But then again, oh. the Tower of Babel wouldn't have been in fucking Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Like we're talking about Mexico and in, in finding that just for me proves more that they were made by people that like are aware of other people, which would yeah. be evidence against the figurines um, being genuine. It's weird to me that the thing that is like makes it go like super sus is like, no, no, that's why they're real, and it's like, yeah, really, that's why they're real. That's yeah. the thing. Um, so something interesting, interesting from comments on the creationism Reddit um, was that there is some pushback to dinosaurs um, from a comment by user uh, Robert Byers One. Um, he says this is not worthy of creationism. There were no dinosaurs, I say, and there were none after the flood, and nobody saw them or made figures of them. If they were making figurines of creatures, they would, there would be so many weird, unique creatures. <coughs> excuse me, that lived after the flood to copy. The mammal fossil record alone is crazy with different types, um, which seemed to, to touch a nerve. So he's basically saying dinosaurs never existed. And why would they make dinosaurs when the mammals had so many, like there were so many cool mammals around? Um, yeah. So um, that's like extreme in a way that is more extreme than the creation museum folks. Yeah. Like, like the, the creation museum people believe that, uh, dinosaurs existed yeah so like he's hard and the devil put them there to tempt us camp i bet yeah i think so like that's 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 an impressive one like at least here's the thing here's the thing right i don't like the creation museum folks i don't like answers in genesis i don't like any of their bullshit because it's extremely reductivist and it is used for some pretty hateful like messaging and like justifications and things along those lines right yeah um also answers in genesis basically robbed the state that they're in to have their you know um their arc encounter and all that shit which yeah not not here or there for this podcast right um and i don't have the the 
evidence to back that up right now, so I'm not going to go into more depth on that. Yeah. Um. But, like, at least they acknowledge that, like, dinosaurs are rad. Yeah, true. Right? Like, like that's all. I mean, yeah. dinosaurs are rad. Don't, don't take dinosaurs away. Like, if you're going to be an <laughs> asshole, at least don't take dinosaurs away. Don't take the dinos, because they are pretty fucking sweet. They're fucking radical. Yeah. Oh, man. There's there's this uh, toy line that exists called Surazuric Warriors, and I yeah. recommend you look it up. Um, it's like a seven-inch scale dinosaur toy line where they're just, like, radical dudes from the... Ni- like, they have, like, radical, like, uh, 90s uh, hyperglow aesthetics. Yeah. Love them. I just got I a made... basketball guy. What? A basket. It's all basketball. What is all basketball? Sarek Sarek Warriors. Sarek Sarek Warriors? Yeah, I get Dario Sarek. He's on a basketball team called the Warriors. So I'm pretty sure you spelt that wrong. Yep. <laughs> Most definitely. You um, you definitely spelt spelt that wrong. So, um Yeah. I, I have Marosis and yeah. he sits next to me on my, my end table next to my couch. Oh look at those and, guys. Those are fun. Yeah, he's my friend. Those I are just fun have boys. him sit there. Oh he's cool I like Sephrasan. Sephrasan. Yeah, the purple and green. Purple and green. Oh yeah. All the way at the bottom there. He's fun. The, the uh, Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah. I love me a Pachycephalosaurus. Good job pronouncing it. That's why I well, said purple guy. I like Pachycephalosaurus. I have a Pachycephalosaurus on my desk. It's one of my favorite dinosaurs. It's a pretty sweet dinosaur. It's one of my favorites. They're pretty cool. I love the fact that their their main <laughs> their main way of attacking things is running at them as fast as possible and hitting them with their skull. Yeah. It's the there's most something, fun way to attack someone. There's something beautiful about that. Uh, just a full... Oh, uh, yeah. That, I want to fight someone like that. Just full run at him with a helmet on. Um, well, the the other thing that they have is they had like, adaptations that stabilize their neck as well. So I'll like, get a neck brace. All right. It's an attack neck brace, not I, a medical I don't, neck brace. <laughs> don't fuck with so, me. So here's my attack neck brace. It's just a neck brace. It's just so when I run into someone, I don't break my neck. It's the whole point of it. It's a bar fight, but instead of someone like one guy pulls his shirt off and another guy just angrily puts on a neck brace and he's like, fucking bring it, buddy. It's like a, that would be it. That's totally a fucking, I think you should leave sketch <laughs> right there. That so, would be Speaking of great. which, have you seen the latest season of I Think You Should Leave? I just recently saw it. it. Not all of it, it, but I saw, oh, at least through the drive-thru I saw. So funny. So funny. There's a there's a, a sketch involving a, like, dating reality show. Yeah. I don't know if you... Did you oh, see that one? Oh, I did one? see that one. That was a fun yeah, one yeah. with the zipline. So, yeah. So, the dude... Uh, so, what's his name? Um, is, like, obsessed with the, the zipline. Yeah. And as I was watching that, I could all I could think was, like, yeah, that would probably be me. Yeah, like, like I, this there's, is so me. There's, there's just, like, some random-ass thing, and, like, everyone else is doing, like, whatever they're supposed to be doing, and I'm over here in the corner just, like, fucking with it. <coughs> it looked like a fun zipline. It did look like a fun zipline. It did look like a fun He did some spins off of it. 
It looked very fun. He was uh, too rough with the rope, though. Too rough with the fucking rope. He was too rough with the uh, rope. So one thing I enjoyed was that they were pointing out the distinct sim- similarity um, to the Brontosaurus, which never existed. Um, I'm sure we touched on this in the past, but during a period of time in the U.S. called the Bone Wars in 1877, competing paleontologists were trying to discover the most new dinosaur bones, mm-hmm. resulting in like multiple names for the same specimen and combining bones of different dinosaurs into a new one, the Brontosaurus. So this similarity could not have been to an existing dinosaur, but one discovered around the not-too-far-past. I did air quotes. I don't know if that came out. Um, And now there were a lot of figures uh, found. I'll give you the number later. However, it does seem that some people are targeting specific figures um, without looking at them as a whole. Um, A huge portion show the creature's... Um, which never existed or have yet to have been discovered to existed, as well as some 1950s-style flying saucers. So I want to take a second to say that the 1950s-style flying saucer one looks more like what I would expect a clay figure. It looks more like a real clay figure than... It it looks more like a real thing that actually has some age to it, as opposed to the, (laughs) the dinosaur ones, which is kind of hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. And this in no way means that ancient people lacked the capability to create art uh, for the sake of just being creative or let the imagination run wild. But in context of the whole collection, it starts to make you wonder. Um, there's just a link I put in there for you to prove. Oh, hey, I was fun. just, I was literally just talking about these fuckers. Yeah, answers in Genesis. So they, they've, my, my they have nightmare. opinions. They have opinions. In, uh, <clears throat> in 1947... Uh, when Yulzred published a book on uh, on his discoveries called Enigmas del Pasado, or Enigmas of the Past, the figurines began to uh, receive international attention. Uh, so, what What are you laughing about there? I'm 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 like browsing through this this article. Dinosaurs in the Bible. As you add up all the dates of the Bible, you'll come to the conclusion that the creation of the Earth and animals, including the dinosaurs, occurred only thousands of years ago, not millions. Thus, if the Bible is right, in parentheses, and it is, <laughs> dinosaurs must have lived within the past few thousand years. They uh, they have a portion, I forget how far down you have to scroll, about um, dragons, and the dragons are also evidence of the Bible. Were dragons and- real? Ancient historians and writers clearly believed creatures like dragons were real. They described seeing them firsthand, often in the context of other types of animals that still live today. I would like to see them cite exact examples of that. Yeah. Um, because I want to, like... Because, <laughs> like, metaphor is a thing, and if there's one thing I know about uh, evangelical Christians, not great at metaphor. I know no. that because I was... Uh, <laughs> I was that in in high school. Metaphor is not their their strong suit. Neither is satire. No. No. Um, I don't know why. It just is the facts. Uh, some historians even describe the fiery flying serpents as real creatures in regions near where Moses and Isaiah were, and point out that the winged nature of these flying serpents. Such things are a great confirmation of the biblical text. What? Yeah, uh, they're in it pretty hard. And then they've something about like. They, they're saying that like dinosaurs didn't have the ability for like scales over time to become feathers but that also discounts the fact that like dinosaurs also just, just straight up had feathers uh, they like they, <laughs> the, they're the conclusion to this is wild 
As Christians, we can use dinosaurs as missionary lizards. We can take what is popular with culture and show how God's world expe- word explains it better. For example, soft tissue like blood vessels and red blood cells has been found in dinosaur bones. This soft tissue couldn't have lasted millions of years. The fossils confirm a young earth. We can use dinosaurs to help people trust the history of the Bible and also trust in the message of Jesus Christ that is also found in God's word. Woo. Do the T-Rex have lizard-like lips? What does that even mean? I I don't know. It did, it's not going around giving big old smooches? It didn't have pucker lips? No, it was, it was giving blowjobs. Ah! Had them DSLs. The toothiest blowjob. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in March of 1951, Lowell Harmer, a veteran writer for the Los Angeles Times, published an article titled... Mexico finds give hint of lost world. Dinosaur statues point to men who lived within the age of reptiles. Uh, I do appreciate the fact that uh, journalists have always been terrible. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I I like the old-timey titles of articles, though, where they're just, like, way too fucking long. Yeah. I miss titles like you're trying to hit a word count. Um, Harmer had visited Akambara earlier that year. And described the sheer volume of the collection in Yarl's Rudd's uh, house. And he wrote that the figurines filled the floors, the tables, the walls, and the cabinets to overflowing. Um. The New York Times. It's also a mansion, by the way. Um, <clears throat> the Times writer also wa- wandered in his article. How could it be a hoax? Not even in Mexico, where money is so scarce, could anyone afford the labor of these thousands of statues at the low prices Yarl's Rudd is paying? What? While seemingly convinced of the collection's authenticity, an objective writer Harmer finished off this article by saying, I am a writer, not an archaeologist. No shit. Um, it will be up to the experts to decide. In the next few years, the story was picked up uh, by the tabloid press and made into uh, magazines specializing in stories of the fanciful and bizarre. <coughs> Excuse me. One article of note <clears throat> appeared in February or March of 1952, issue of Fate magazine titled, Did Man Tame the Dinosaur? A clear reference to some of the figurines showing men roping and riding the creatures. So, how many statues are we talking? Roughly thirty-two to 37,000 statues. Why? Um, John, the answer is so, so good. That's so many. The answer is so, so fucking good. Like, like even at, like, the... Okay. So, even for a hoax. Yeah. That's so much effort. It's... And, like, also, that's way too many to exist the, if they're that, that old. That's... Is way too many? That's not a lot of effort. I'll break it down in a little bit. It's so fucking good. <clears throat> so, people are using the sheer quantity to claim uh, credibility to the figures. They filled Yorud's uh, mansion, turning it into a museum. Now, here's where I'll share some info that I have uh, withheld. Uh, Yorud did not find these. He found a farmer and paid him one peso for each figure he found. This farmer, with the help of his family over the course of, of a decade or so, found these figures. Now, these numbers seem vast, but if you break that down, you'll find uh, this. For 32,000 figures, you need to make less than nine a day. Uh, and for 37,000, you need to make 10 a day. 
So if you're one person, if you bring some family, that number is extremely manageable, right? Especially when you consider these are not like super detailed. They're not hyper detailed. There's no finish or glaze on them. Yeah. They're just figures. So if you bring in like your family, your brother's family, some of the cousins, nine a fucking day is super doable. Um, Yeah. Money-wise, I can't find the calculation for peso inflation past 1960, but I'll throw some random numbers out. One 1960 peso is 13,533.76 in uh, in 2023 US dollars. That's around 772.25. I found one calculation that brings that number down to 76.81, but it's on an outdated website. Either way, this is to say that if some guy with a mansion will pay you between 76 and 700 bucks per clay figure, I'm going to call my family up and make some money. Oh, God. Multiply that by several thousand, and it's a very worthwhile venture. Even if it's, like, f- less than 76. Like, that's that's worth it. Just some yeah, rich German like- guy in a mansion is paying you. And they're I, I, they're cranking out between seven and ten a day, yeah. For a they're decade, they're paying in that Nazi gold. They're, they're, that's where all the Nazi gold went. Find this family in Mexico that just they loves making it. clay figures. Uh, <clears throat> further studies in nineteen like that's I loved this so much <clears throat> that that this German dude is just he's buying into it so hard, and they're taking him for every fucking thing that he has. To him, it's worth it. He fucking loves them. He saves them. He collects them. He's having a blast. Um, Yeah. Further studies in 1976 and 1978 using dating revealed that the old date was erroneous and that the figures did not meet the temperature conditions required for reliable thermoluminescence dating. The dates that could be attained revealed that the objects uh, were from the late 1930s or early 1940s, shortly before they were discovered. Oh my god. In like air quotes. And it's it's fucking amazing. <clears throat> and yet another thing I found is that some of these figures bore striking resemblance to comic books of the era. Drawings from comic books such as this one, which were thought to have uh have inspired some, are uh boy commandos. And if you like blow up those pictures, you'll see like there's some similarities. And if you're trying to crank out ten a day forever. And you've got, like, you know, the cousins over. They oh, read it's a comics. Jack Kirby comic. Yeah. Like, there's going to be some inspiration from the comics that these kids are, are uh, reading. According to, to uh, Di Peso, the surface of the figures was practically brand new. They showed no character- characteristic evidence of having been in the ground for at least 1,500 years. I if mean, they, that's that's literally what I said the first second I saw them. Yeah. Like, literally, as soon as I saw them, I'm like, these don't look like they've been in the ground. If they were authentic artifacts, they would be scratched and marred from rocky soil, which is characteristic of artifacts found in that area of Mexico. Also, these were apparently inexperienced people digging up these artifacts. DePesso mentioned that he saw them actually crush through authentic artifacts to reach these figures. Yet none of the figures uncovered displayed any such marks. Other what? evidence, yeah. So they're like when they're hiding them to show, like, look, we're dig- come on, we're gonna dig these up in front of you. They're breaking real artifacts to get to these fake artifacts. No. Other evidence includes fresh manure found under the ground, fingerprints found under the ground, 
and black fill from other strata was discovered in sterile red earth, which points to a previous tampering of the site. So they're finding evidence that, like, these were buried. They're finding fresh manure in these, like, thousands of year old, you know, pits. Um, over 32,000 figures were found, all of them in perfect condition, except for a few that were cleanly broken, obviously to create the illusion of antiquity. Uh, if these were authentic antiquities, they would not be preserved in such perfection with such inhospitable environment. Pottery is almost always uncovered in fragments called shards, or sherds, sorry. Nowhere has 32,000 un, uh, unblemished ceramics have been discovered, with none of them uh, uh, in fragments. Uh, all of them in perfect condition, cleanly broken in two does not count as fragments. So the the couple that were broken were clean breaks, and the edges were not worn down, you know, over time. They were just clearly fresh breaks. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's pretty fucking apparent, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I just... It's... I love these figurines because this guy took this rich German for everything he could take him for. Well, he took him to the cleaners. And, like, let's be real. Probably a Nazi. Like, there's statistically it, it says, speaking, a Nazi. <clears throat> so he's... It, it said he was a hardware merchant, which could be a thing, because What's-His-Face sold... Um, who am I thinking of? Mangala. You're thinking Mangala. of Mangala, who sold... They, their family sold uh, tractors. Yeah, so and you can still buy Mangala tractors. So this guy, hardware merchant in fucking Germany, like, I'm sure there's a non-zero chance uh, he uh, had certain opinions. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where, uh, let's see. I'm actually going to copy his name and just type in hardware and see what comes up. I'm going to type in his name and type in Nazi. <laughs> probably, uh, probably, let's see. So I don't see anything that's not these figures. Let's try his last name, Waldemar Hardware. They have him listed as a fucking archaeologist now. Check that out. Um... A German immigrant and knowledgeable archaeologist. Yeah, he didn't do any archaeology. <laughs> there was no archaeology done by this boy. He had, like, a helper that went out and helped dig these up. After uh, they got buried. Uh, um, I'm, not seeing, I'm not seeing anyone talking about him being a Nazi, but, like... I also am not convinced that he's not a Nazi. I'm not convinced. That's it's going to be my head cannon that that's what he was like. You got your tractors from Mengele and you got your hammers from uh, Waldemar. Yeah. <laughs> it's so wild to me that they didn't change the name of their like change I would the not, name. I would not keep that name. Change I, the rebrand. fact of the matter is, you can still buy them just rebrand yeah uh, so Ugh. uh the the podcast is done it's right? over We're it's over. done this is over um i want to take a minute to say that uh 
for some reason, um, the Poughkeepsie Galleria is like known on on Twitter. Why? Because of a video where uh, what is the name of the person? J Easy What? It's it's this. I'm sending you it. I'm very confused. Let's see. Turn on notifications. No. Mega Man dropping. <clears throat> oh, that was in the. I didn't realize that was in the Galleria. I saw that video. I I don't. Is this like a thing? I don't it's, understand. It's Mega it. Man drops January seventh, and a dude's like smacking one of the the like um the like TV like um map things. I just zoned yeah. out and forgot that I was even recording a podcast. I'm so very <laughs> confused by this video. It's a very confusing video. Let me copy and paste your jackalopes into mine, so I know that they're accurate. January seventh, uh. Mega Man meme. Okay, There's... don't worry. Mega Man drops January seventh. I was never book smart. I'm mummy smart. Part of a set, the series on satirical hip hop view related entries. I don't get. Me no understand. Me no understand. So internet refers to a now. TikTok video posted by rapper TikToker JEZ. For his then upcoming song Mega Man, which was supposed to release on January 7th, 2023. The video became a meme in late 2023 when a Super Mario RPG iteration surfaced on X. The trend was then popularized by Instagram user Nas is openly a Pikmin, who posted a series of voiceover parodies using the lyrics and lyrics from the video. The parodies caused viral discourse on X and reposts on TikTok. Exciting. Uh, People are horny for Ghostface Killer on TikTok. Are they? Yeah. There's a whole, like, hashtag ghostface boyfriend. Interesting. TikTok's weird. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like still not, trying to fuck like, up my algorithm. Like, the rapper, right? Just to be no, clear. No, not the rapper. The, the murderer. The murderer? From the movie. Yes? Yes. Okay. It's, okay. It's girls horny for um, ghostface killer. And then there's Wasn't... also lots of dudes with, like, no shirts on wearing the mask. Interesting. Okay, I typed in Ghostface Killer in it because I was curious. I just wanted to see what... If I forgot did, what the dude looked like who yeah. is the Ghostface Killer. And it pulled up Ghostface Killer. Which... Yeah, try Ghostface Killer TikTok and they'll just see a bunch of like horny people. I mean, people want to fuck monsters on TikTok too. Yeah. So like... Like it's a thing. Um... I do, before we close out, I want to take a moment to talk about a yeah. movie that I saw last night. Shoot. Um, and Brandon, the movie's name, it's a slasher film, right? Yeah. And, like, I always love me a good slasher. Um, they can be very funny. Yeah. Uh, they can also be very, like, questionable, right? Um, yeah. Ethically speaking. Uh, there was a really good one. Um, what was the name of it? Um, There's a new one coming out that I'm excited for next month. What's it called? Um, Thanksgiving. A guy kills people in, like, Thanksgiving dinner-related ways. There's, like, there's a trailer out for it. He, like, pushes the corn, you know, the ear of corn pokers? He, like, pushes the ear of corn pokers into, like, a girl's ears and kills her. Oh. 
and he like sets a dinner table and each plate has like someone's name on it and there's one where like he cooks a girl like a turkey it looks fun it it doesn't look like they're trying to make it a comedy it, it, i think they like they're trying to make an earnest horror movie and the humor is going to come from the fact that it's Thanksgiving related, but they're taking a legitimate stab at it. Or at least that's the feeling I get from the trailer, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. It's not like the Thanksgiving version where like it's gory, but it's mostly like a comedy. I think it's uh-huh. funny in the method that people die. Like Saw, like funny Saw, I guess. Saw funny, gotcha. It- okay, I mean, um, I, I one time was just, was talking to Christina and I'm like, you know... You know, like like horror movies are great comedy or whatever, right? Yeah. Like I was talking about the fact that they're like, you know, good comedy. Yeah. And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I forgot that." Like, maybe normal people don't. You forgot people, normal people don't watch horror mo- movies because they're funny. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, "Oh wait." <laughs> what was like? Uh, I'm broken and yeah. like co- horror movie. It take like I'm not afraid of horror movies typically. Yeah. Like, I mostly watch them and laugh. Yeah. Um, that fucking terror. I want to see Terrifier, too. The Terrifier, if you haven't seen it, is a movie that, like, people are horrified by, but it's inherent. Like, it's so fucking funny. It's so fucking yeah. funny. And it's not supposed to be funny, I don't think. They didn't shoot it. But, like, there's a person that gets caught. Like, they're hanging from the ceiling by, like, their arms like this. And, uh-huh. like, there's boobs, which is pretty sweet. And then he cuts her in half long ways with a chainsaw. But, like, there's no way that's not funny. Plus boobs. Um, plus Terrifier, boobs. I think, is on Amazon if you wanted to watch it. It's is so it, good. I'll have to yeah. watch it when Christina's not around because she can't handle that level of gore. It's so good. It's gory. And it's, like, I forget the budget, but it's, like, an actual good movie that was done on a low budget. But the budget is kind of also what makes it funny. Yeah. And like the oh, uh, yeah. So one uh another slasher that I watched a while ago and this is not related. Uh uh Slumber Party Massacre has a remake from 2022. Oh yeah. Watch it. It's really funny. Um nice. They invert the you know the like like sexy shower scene? Yeah. They invert it so it's a dude instead of a lady. Oh, that's fun. And it's it's really and actually <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. there's a really funny scene where a bunch of dudes are doing a pillow fight and the girls are looking in and are just like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> you know, um, that's, I, it's, I didn't have, did I have, a, I've definitely beaten the fuck out of them. We, I've had pillow fights. They're yes. fun. There's like, they start out as like a goof and then, then like, they get serious and then like one guy just goes for it and then everyone's like i guess this is what we're doing now we're gonna try to murder each other with pillows mm-hmm. that's that's this is that's tonight we're like, done you're grabbing the, the as little of the corners as you possibly can to get as fu- like work that fucking physics to like try to give someone a concussion with a fucking i'm pillow. blinding someone tonight yeah like this day's not over till someone goes to the hospital with pillows um so the movie that I was talking about and like I got totally sidetracked. Yeah, um, what was it? Slother House. Oh, that sounds fun. It's it's a movie. And and yeah. for those of you wondering how that's spelled, it's S L O T H. Yeah. As in sloth. Cause cause the, the killer is a sloth. That's fun. 
Slother um, House. And um, it's a short film. I think it's like an hour and a half. And that's it's really fucking funny. Huh? I said that's just a straight up film. Although, well, I mean, it's... I guess an hour and a half is a short film. I, don't, I can't it's watch... It's short by now, like, current standards. It's a yeah. short film. I've got um, like a three-hour fucking... The great thing about it is the sloth is completely done by a puppet. That's and, like, fantastic. It's, it's a clearly puppet puppet, right? It, how? What level of quality? Are we talking thanks-killing quality? No, it's it's actually a pretty decent puppet, but it's, like, clearly a puppet. Like, like that's where the budget went. Yeah, honestly, that's probably where the budget went. Like, if we're going to be real. You know, I can respect that. Um, there's there's a scene in which the sloth is wearing a bikini. That's amazing. Um, All right, I need to find... I found a dubstep fucking... Oh, Slaughter House trailer 2023. This is what I'm looking for right now. I here, will baby. say this trailer spoils, like, pretty much every... Like, all of the kills. That's fine. I mean, the movie is not... It's not, like good because of the kills it's good because you have a sloth that oh that's a pretty solid puppet yeah it's a good it's a good puppet it's a good puppet um but like conceptually it is so fucking hilarious to me i love the idea of a sloth being the murderer um i recommend it it's on hulu uh it's on hulu yeah, it's it. not it's not a scary movie by any stretch of the imagination, and it's not like an amazing movie. <clears throat> That's what but I'm it's talking a fun about. Movie. Like with horror movies, I don't look at them as scary movies. They're like there are movies that are genuinely scary, which I call that a horror movie. I love the horror movie genre because it's not a horrifying movie. It's just a movie that happens to have a lot more people getting killed than other movies. It's just a more death movie. Yeah. Like Slaughterhouse, I mean, I'm sure it, it's it's a more death. It's not going to be terrifying. Terrifying too. Some people actually were very scared by. Um, it, it's it's it's. There's nothing in the movie to be afraid of, really. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah. It, it in one of the scenes, the the sloth has learned how to take pictures with a smartphone camera. That's so good. And it takes a selfie with one of its victims. That's so good. Which is. Even describing it, going to like watching it happen, it's still really fucking funny. Yeah, like I knew I knew about like a twist that happened before I went into it, uh-huh. and it was still very funny. It, it's just it's just a concept that's funny on its face. Is all I'm gonna say. That's I um, love this season because you get the seasonal horror films, and they're mm-hmm. so good. It, well, the the key is I think I think. The, I always like the weird horror movies more, yeah. Um, because I think that they're just more fun, right? They I, are. I think. I think that. Um, I think that Sharknado is an exception because Sharknado went too hard into like it leaned bad, in too hard. Yeah. Right. Like there is a there is a balance between like there's self aware and then there's like try hard self aware, which comes yes, off as there, less. There, there's a difference, right? Like, yeah. if you recognize that you're just a horror comedy and you, like, lean into that, that can yeah. be really fucking good. That right? perfect example of a self-aware horror comedy is Duck, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Yes, exactly. It's a phenomenal movie. It's it's probably one of my favorite, like, films in the genre, for sure. If yeah. not, like, in my top ten list of films. Oh, especially yeah. considering the fact that there's an alternate cut of the movie called Tucker and Dale Are, Are Evil, Evil from the... Yep. 
from the perspective of the uh, the college of the kids. kids. Yeah, which is really funny. Um, but it, it's it's a really cool movie with a really interesting message about like prejudice. Oh um, yeah. Like it's wild, right? It's a uh, uh, what is it? Um, Alan Tudyk. Um, I Alan forget Tudyk the name of the Tyler other guy. Labine? Yes, yes. I always get his first name wrong. No, I think okay, you yelled yeah. it. Yeah, I got it right this time. <laughs> I usually, I think I usually call him Kevin Labine. Yeah, it's he a was solid um, twist on horror movies. He was, he was in Deadbeat. It was yep. really good. Uh, he's a gay guy on New Amsterdam. Yep, Alan Tudyk, gay guy in real life, fantastic in Firefly. He was I didn't just know in, that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I learned something. Yeah. He's uh, fucking one of my favorite. I, anytime I see him show up in something, I'm like, this is this is going to be good. Um, he's Hey Hey in, uh, in whatchamacallit? Hey Hey. Um, Moana. Oh, I never saw Moana. Yeah, it's the, it's the chicken. Gotcha. He's just a solid actor. So is, um, fuck, what's the, the lead from Firefly? The guy that went into oh fucking fire! I know, this is gonna. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Nathan Fillion. He's yep. anytime you see him, it's fucking great. It's always good. It was weird. There was like a time period with like Nathan Fillion and um, the girl whose name I can't remember. Summer Glau. Um, uh, no, not Summer Glau. It the 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 nerd girl from the uh, the. Oh, Jewel S A I T E. I don't know how to say it, but that's her. Jewel, she was blonde in um, Firefly. No, I'm not. That's not who I'm thinking of. I'm she thinking played Kaylee? of. Morena uh, Baccarin? Christina Hendricks. Felicia Day. Ah, Felicia Day, yeah. There was like a time when Felicia Day and like Nathan Fillion were like everywhere around this. It was like the oh, same yeah. time. Yeah. Wow, that was that long. It was a decade ago that that series ended. When it ended, in 2002 is when Firefly started. So 20 years ago. No, I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm thinking about the guild. Oh fuck! Yeah. Interesting. Oh, she was in Skylanders Academy as Cinder. Interesting. Legend of Vox Machina. Anywho, we're 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 just we we should probably end. This is, yeah, let's uh, let, let, let let's wrap it. I updated because I'm just the, talking. Uh, I'm just like reading. Uh, I'm just reading Wikipedia at this point. Yeah. Um. Anywho, our website's CryptopediaCast.com. Our Instagram is at Cryptopedia, um, Cast. Our other thing is also at CryptopediaCast. Um. If you uh, want to send us any like stuff, you can send it to us on critopediacast at gmail.com, us at critopediacast.com, or comment on whatever platform it is, and probably yeah. we'll see it at some point. We'll eventually. see it, or, or pop in Discord. We have a Discord. Um, we do have a Discord. Pop in there. Um, that, that's where we interact most with uh, folks and we, send yeah. the memes. We also have a YouTube channel that I haven't updated in a while, so that's a thing. Yeah, that's where you posted your uh, toy that violates the Geneva Convention. That was pretty fun. This is a on, fun thing to that say. That wasn't on YouTube. That was on uh, Discord. Instagram. Or Instagram, yeah. And I stole, yeah. I copy and pasted it from your Instagram and popped it in the Discord. It's very oh, funny. No, I, did, I, I mentioned it because your Discord's private, so I didn't want to violate, like, so I just mentioned that you found one and then you posted oh, it. I didn't realize that it was that it was private. Well, I don't know um, if it's private. I didn't know if it was or wasn't, so I didn't want to just put something out there that I didn't know if it was open for consumption. But it's I, a fun think- sentence. 
Yeah, it's it's so um basically there's a jet jaguar. It's medical jet jaguar. Um Toei or like Toho originally made the character, right? With that design, but it's really funny to me that they actually made a toy version of that because it yeah. it does explicitly violate the Geneva Convention in that um if you depict the red cross on a toy, like like it's it's technically it's it's a it's by letter of the law a violation of the Geneva yeah. Convention. The not Red by Cross spirit can only be used for for real purposes of the Red Cross. Yes. Yeah. It's it's specifically to um it's specifically to prevent people from fucking with it in war. Right? Yeah. Like that's the intent. But if you read the like literal letter of the law, any use of the Red Cross is a violation. Yeah. Which so, is amazing. Yeah. Um, we do have a Patreon uh, where we got some jackalopes. And Brandon, will you thank our jackalopes this week? Because I think I've done yes. it a f- couple times now. Yeah, well, thank you to Bushcraft Kelso, to Will Smith, to Linwood S. Sharp, to Bird Schneider, to Marty Von Party, and to Clay Sinclair. Of course. Um, as Brandon mentioned, there is a Discord group, which I think should be functional. I hope. Oh, the link? Uh, the link should be functional. Gotcha. Um, then uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever things are and if you have any monster requests or stories be sure to send them in you can find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands my website is boyerb.com my email is brandon at cryptopediacast.com and my twitter is at crypto brandon I'm on Instagram see I think my Instagram shouldn't be private uh, at mu2057 my twitter is at jfdonna my website is johndonnewgames.com and my email is john at cryptopediacast.com yeah, there's if you look at the if you look I've got I got a picture of a weird uh a weird sword, a grip of cards and uh the Geneva Convention violation. Yeah. There's a lot of toys on my my feed. Like a That's lot of toys. An understatement. I, I, I can see behind you. There's a lot of toys just in your life. I'm just like looking at the I'm looking at my, my Instagram posts and like let's see. Uh Jet Jaguar a grip of car trading cards, a weird sword thing that I've had since a child, uh, a bunch of Glios figures, uh, a weird micro machine, micro, uh, fuck, um, what was it called? Microman, a weird Microman toy that I found for 16 bucks, some more Glios, a fuck ton of mo- uh, model kits, transformers, Power Rangers, more cards, etc. It just repeats. It's like toy trading card model kit cat toy trading card model <laughs> kit cat fair so, sounds accurate mine's just like guitars and my daughter and cats yeah there's a lot of cat picks on here yeah <laughs> i can believe that anywho um brandon do you want to let this uh, like plug plug tom did i do thomas plug plug? Tom. um <clears throat> our art was done by tom hill you can find him on instagram at thomas michael hill his website is greatergloryco.com and tommikehill.com, and his email is tommikehill at gmail.com. Listen, I've, I've had a week where I've been up past, like, 2 a.m. every day, yeah. frequently working. Yeah. So, like, let's... This this has been a weird one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what's fun about Tommy is um he's he, uh, always sunny, is doing um shows and stuff, and they still use... He, he does their artwork for... um for their stuff and he's getting credited right on their flyers and stuff now which is pretty sweet that's dope yeah awesome um all right so as always i'm john i'm brandon and things are gonna get weird